What I'd like to do is talk to you today, Marcus. He's known as Coach Marcus in his area. And first off, I'd love to just hear how you got into the mortgage business. What brought you to mortgages? Um, thanks for having me, Heather. Great to see you again. Um, I got into mortgages in 2003, um, largely because I was unemployed. <laughs> um, I helped build XM Sirius Radio. And um, I was there for a couple of years and decided to try to go back to my previous job and uh, find out. So I, I leave XM Sirius, put in my two weeks, and I'm just kind of waiting for my new job to start. You know, I thought it was a new job. And they called me a few days before my start date and said, hey, we checked our records. And um, based upon your previous experience, you're not eligible for rehire. So I was like, well, I, what do I do? Because, I mean, there's got to be a mistake. But um, I have a mortgage. I have a car payment. I have student loans. I mean, I'm, I'm an adult. I have bills. So I'm about 25, 26 years old. So um, I was like, well. She's like, well, I'm sorry, we can't do anything. I said, okay, well, a friend of mine had, was already working at a mortgage company, and she had been asking me for a couple of years to come work for her, um, work with her. She said, I won't let you fail. And she was a processor that was uh, becoming a manager and opening an office in one of, our, in one of their locations, uh, about 30 minutes from my house. And uh, she said, come come work for me. I won't let you fail. And she was making about 10000 a month. So... I was like, well, I'm only making 30000 a year. Now I don't have a job. Let me go try this. So when I walked in, uh, it was the perfect scenario because it felt right, you know, and then the energy in the room, and, <clears throat> excuse me, any loan officer knows that there's a there's an adrenaline in the room. There's a feeling in the in, in the office when you are, uh, you know, you're with your processors and underwriting and especially during in the month. And I and I walked in on April 15th, uh, 2003, and that energy was in the building. And um, it just felt right. So I went in, tried it. And I said, well, how do you do it? She said, well, here's a 1003. And I was like, what's a 1003? It's an application. Okay. She highlighted all the areas where you need to find, get people to fill out, where I need to fill out, get them to sign it. And she said, take this to them and have them sign it and then bring it back. Okay. I had no idea what I was doing. I said, well, who, who am I going to talk to? She handed me the phone book. She said, call people. And just asked what they want to refinance. And I had never cold called before. And um, and then I got within well, my like a seventh or eighth call, I got my first person to say yes, we're interested, and yes, come see us. And I did it. And from there, you know, I just took off and I was like, oh, I can do this. I've been doing it for 18 years. And you've been killing it. I think you you were telling me that you went to Academy Mortgage met Scott, ended up coming to Security National about two years ago, actually two years ago this month. Yep. Um, I remember meeting you for the first time, and I'd like to hear a little bit about Scott, his leadership style, and what makes it different here at Security National. Um, Scott Shelton, if anybody knows him, he's a unique character. Um, always smiling, always poking and picking at you, loud, but he is very much a strong man, a man of high integrity and a great leader. Um, he doesn't take any jump though. So he's not going to let you just be average. He's going to push you to be the best that you can be. Um, and he's done that since the day that I met him. Um, and it's, it hasn't been an easy ride for sure, because, you know, when you don't see yourself as 
good as you can possibly be or what your potential looks like. And somebody from the outside sees that and you make yourself available to be pushed and coached and molded and all of that and, and grow and, and lean into it. Oh, they're going to always feel like they're in your back or pushing you, but it's what you need to get to your, be your best self. So that's Scott. Um, that's just him naturally. Um, he's never going to lie to you. He's going to make it very plain. And as a man, that's what I need. I need somebody just to, to lead well, to make it very plain to me, uh, give me sound instruction. Uh, but most of all, do it with a, a layer of love through everything that, that they do. Because I know that he's for me. He's not trying to manipulate. He is genuinely for, for me so that I can be the best self for, for myself, for my family, for my clients, everybody I'm connected to. And, um, and I just greatly appreciate him for that. Um, and he's in, and he actually has the backing of the security national culture because that from this trip, I've experienced hundreds of people that have that same thin line of love through everything that they do. Yeah. Speaking of the trip. So Marcus was just on the top producers trip first ever with security national um, going to it. We like to find locations that are just fabulous you know, world-class experiences. And um, so I, that was an honor to have you there, Marcus. He, he ended up getting into the top 125% of volume. So he ended up getting the top producer ring, uh, which was really awesome to get into that president's circle. So congratulations to you for all of that, Marcus. Thank you. One of the things that we were talking about yesterday that um, you told me that Scott, Scott really kind of, um, sat you down when you were first working with him and he said, look, you are going to be better than most fellows out there because simply you are going to read your guidelines, right? Yeah. And, and read, read what, you know, the DU findings are and really dive into it. Can you talk about that for just one, one quick second? Yeah. So when Scott is very direct, when he said, one of the things he said was 90%, I think it was 90% of loan officers aren't good. And the reason why they're not good is because they don't read. And it's a basic principle. Um, and it's about reading your guidelines. It's about reading your DU findings or your LP findings or your GUS findings, whatever. Um, it's about reading your appraisals. It's about communicating with your team. Um, and most loan officers don't do that. They kind of click the buttons and move the screen around and do, do basic things. And when they do those very basic things, they leave the rest of the job. They leave the rest of their job for someone else to do. And he's like, no, do your job. I, I've heard him say so many times, like, you've done a poor job to me. And it's mostly because I didn't read. I didn't, you know, ask, did you read your OB? Did you read your DU? Did you read? And I'm like, uh, he's like, go back and read it and come back and talk to me. And, um, and that's a basic principle. So, if you're brand new, doesn't get any ba more basic than just reading your guidelines, reading your DU, reading your, your appraisals, reading your OB, and know what they're saying and be able to communicate what they're saying. Because if you can't communicate it to your boss, you're not going to be able to communicate it. And your boss is in the business. You're not going to be able to communicate it to your borrowers who have no clue. So you are known as Mortgage Coach Marcus in your area, and I love how you are on social media. Your main platform is Instagram, 
And when you reach out to realtors in your area or builder partners in your area, um, and you want to develop relationships with them, can you talk about how you go about doing that, how you get on their calendar, and when you find somebody that may not necessarily be a good culture fit for you, what you do with that relationship? Sure. Um, There's this thing called social media stalking that's not talked about in a very good light. <laughs> um, you can actually go on people's page and you can like look at all the things. And as long as you don't like it or comment on it, they probably don't know that you're on there. Um, in the movies, I, I take the Jason Voorhees approach. Like we talked about the Jason Voorhees approach is he never runs after anybody, but he always gets you. So my approach is I will look at what other realtors are doing and they seem to be having fun and they're doing these, these uh, events and, and all of that. So I'll see who's actually moving around and who's uh, active, you know, on the, uh, on, on Instagram or whatever. And um, I'll reach out to them. Maybe I'll like a post, maybe I will uh, sh- uh, comment on a post or something like that. And eventually after they continue to see that I'm engaging with them and sometimes they will respond back and then they respond. And especially if I followed them, if they respond back, I know that they are starting to get to know me and my style. If they follow me, I already have a pre uh, a pre-made graphic uh, with my logo and, and it just says, thanks for following. And uh, I send that to them. And then I ask them, hey, I love what you're doing out here. I'd love to be able to get on your calendar or put you online. And I send them a link to my calendar. Some of them respond and some of them don't but they are at least engaging with me now. And even yesterday I had a, 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 a realtor who posted something about how a lender can get removed from being on the top of top three or whatever of a realtor's lender list. And I liked it and I commented and I said, Hey, I don't know how to get removed, but I actually do know how I want to know how I can get on your list. And she laughed and she replied and and I sent her uh, the uh, a message and a link to my calendar. And I said, I'm really interested. Like, let's talk. Had a conversation with her yesterday, found out that she and her sister are realtors and they work for the brokerage, which is a family brokerage that her mom is the broker on. And her dad is also um, uh, a, a realtor and they work in the areas that I'm licensed in and they want to do seminars. and. They sent me two referrals in two days. And um, this is how it goes. You know, that's the that's the Jason Voorhees approach. I got him, you know, and now I got to now I got to continue to deepen that relationship. Uh, This is not a quick thing. You have to put in the work now to probably see some fruit from that and some results within 60 to 90 days. But you can't be corny. You you can't be like pre-programmed. You just got to be yourself. And that's me. I'm just going to be me. So I don't speak with perfect, uh, perfect English. I am a country boy. Um, you don't have to have your haircut nice. I'm going to keep my hair. I'm going I'm to stay groomed or whatever. But you don't have to have the perfect haircut, perfect outfit, perfect words. Just be you. You go a lot further by just being you. And people can spot a fake, quick, you know, very, very quick. So I'm just me. And it's all about relationships, right? Relationship building within your team here at the mortgage company, relationships with your borrowers and clients, but also your realtor partners. 
Absolutely. And what if that relationship that you are trying to build, what if you start down that road and you realize, gosh, you know what, maybe this realtor partner um, isn't the best fit for me. Maybe, you know, they freak out about something or, um, you know, it's just not a good working relationship. Uh, yeah. What do you do about those? Well, I've, I've had that. I've had those um, over time. And, you know, and just part of building a good business, you have to constantly be evaluating your business, yourself, excuse me, and you also have to evaluate who you're working with. So if you're in the middle of a transaction with this with this realtor and the entire time they are calling you, they're stressing you and it's just there's no peace about it. There's really no trust from them to you. Um, the first thing you do, I believe, is you have a, an open conversation and just let them know, hey, I got it under control and things. Um, and maybe, you know, this transaction goes well and then maybe you do another one. But if after a certain point in time, you figure out that this person just will never let the transaction be what it is. There's always drama or the type of business that they bring to you is not the type of business that you want to do. Then you quickly find out that that juice ain't worth the squeeze and you just kind of let it <laughs> <laughs> you just kind of let it go, you know, and there's there's ways that you can creatively say that, hey, you know, I've had a good time working with you. I think it's good for us to part ways. You can say that. Um, I don't I don't take the approach of putting your head in the sand, you know, and, and or that non-communicating thing. I think it's best just to have a conversation, just say, hey, you know, I wish you all the best. But, you know, I just feel like that we're going to different directions and um I think it's good, you know, maybe I'm not the loan officer for you. You know, you say it some, some how do you say it? Yeah. I love that phrase, the juice ain't worth the squeeze. Can we just point that as being your <laughs> market's field phrase? <laughs> uh, so good. Okay, now, and if you could go back to when you first started as a loan officer, do you have any advice for, for young Marcus? Young Marcus loan officer. Any advice that you wouldn't do? Any any things that you would say to him? Keep Man. doing this, more of this. Who? Um, first of all, be humble. Um, that would be the first thing. Because, man, I was I wasn't. Um, be humble. Always look to learn and to listen more than you speak. Um, read, read everything for sure. Um, and save your money. And, uh, and, and, and I think the last thing would probably be to, in, in the words of Scott, don't think in a box, right? Like use everything that you got in you use all your tools and resources. One of the greatest resources is right here, right? Cause we, everybody that's in my phone, they know me and I know them. So use everything that you can use, but don't think in a box, Right. Because you only can limit yourself. And um, if you really can, my mom always said, if you can believe it, you can achieve it. Those types of things. You've seen that on posters and things. But like, like, really just don't don't put yourself in. Don't put any limits on yourself. You can you can do this. Uh, but be humble, read, um, save your money and um, believe in yourself.
This has been a presentation of Security National Mortgage Company, doing business in Virginia as SN Mortgage Company. Company NMLS 3116, Sterling Branch NMLS 1919481. Security National Mortgage Company is an equal housing lender and is not affiliated with any other vendor, company, nonprofit organization, or governmental entities. This is not a commitment to make a loan, nor should it be construed as lending advice. Loans are subject to borrower qualifications, including income, property evaluation, sufficient equity in the home to meet LTV requirements, and final credit approval. Approvals are subject to underwriting guidelines, interest rates, and program guidelines, and are subject to change without notice based on applicants' eligibility and market conditions. Refinancing an existing loan may result in total finance charges being higher over life of loan. Reduction in payments may reflect a longer loan term. Terms of the loan may be subject to payment of points and fees by the applicant. Scott Shelton, NMLS 408137. Marcus Fields, NMLS 659408.